Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. 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 If you've ever been unloved or felt unloved or rejected, your new name is beloved, accepted. It's an amazing thing when you realize for the first time that God accepts you just as you are. And that's true for every single one of us. You know, sometimes we forget that in our own lives and in the lives of other people, but it's true that he knows what he's buying when he purchases a sinner with his own blood. Today, Pastor Robert and his wife Elizabeth will be explaining how important it is for us as Christians to understand God's love. You are accepted in the Beloved, the Bible says. God values you and loves you so much that He sent His Son to die so that you could have intimate fellowship with Him. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part one of their message entitled, Philadelphia. Tonight our focus is Revelation chapter 3, beginning at verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet, and to know that I have loved you. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which will come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The king who founded the city to whom this letter was addressed, Attalus II, had such affection for his brother that he named the city Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. But the city changed its name several times over the years from brotherly love. It was named after emperors and you know, temples to false gods, and, and each time the name changed, the identity changed. It's, it's like the, the name affected its identity. Maybe you've been known in the past by names that are no longer true of you. 
If you've ever been unloved or felt unloved or rejected, your new name is beloved, accepted. It's an amazing thing when you realize for the first time that God accepts you just as you are. And that's true for every single one of us. You know, sometimes we forget that in our own lives and in the lives of other people. But it's true that he knows what he's buying when he purchases a sinner with his own blood. That's not to say that he condones or agrees that that person continue in that old identity and that old life in that same sin. That's, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that he knows you perfectly and he accepts you as you are and he bought the person that you are knowing the person you're becoming, knowing the person he intends to craft and create out of the ashes. God has a habit of giving people new names to fit their new identity. Jacob became Israel. Simon became Peter. Saul of Tarsus became Paul the Apostle. So to the church in this city that's constantly changing names to honor people or false gods, listen to Jesus' promise. He, He says in verse 12, He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. Philadelphia was a city under constant threat of earthquakes, especially after the devastating earthquake in 17 AD, which was 80 years before Jesus gave John this letter on the Isle of Patmos. And some historians say that the church had already rebuilt their little sanctuary several times because of earthquakes, tremors, and, and interestingly, the most prominent ruins today where most of this ancient city is, is buried under the modern Alassahir. I'm not sure how to pronounce the, the name of the city today, um, but it's an ancient church that was dedicated to John, who, who wrote this letter. You can see the tenderness and the precision of God's promise to those who are used to running for shelter. They're used to earthquakes. They're used to living under that threat, used to having to run and, and find shelter. He says to He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. It's a very personal thing for them. For people who are so used to running from from earthquakes and for shelter, some of you know, I have this, you can get an earthquake tracker that will that will let you know anytime there's an earthquake, you know, above a certain level. And so I have one of those because for me, it's like one of the ways you monitor the birth pains of the earth. Jesus says it's one of the signs that the earth is, in, is groaning in birth pains. So I had one of those. And today, by 1.10, I was like, okay, let's see how many earthquakes have been today that are even worth mentioning. And by 1.10 today, there had been 11 earthquakes in the globe. You never hear of them. You hear a few here and there, not even necessarily the biggest, all the aftershocks that come, but it is evidence that the earth is, everything is shaking. And maybe you feel, see, this is an example, look at that. And it's all the time. One day Moises asked me how many, he wanted to see it before the Spanish service. That day, which was at five o'clock, there had been six pages of scrolling on my phone, was how I counted it, that day of earthquakes. And so for me, it's, it's very relevant to the time in which we live because I don't almost know a person who doesn't feel that their world is shaking, that it really is shaking. And it's not 
it's not your imagination. It is shaking. It is shaking, and it's good. It can be good if you trust God with it. In Hebrews 12, 26 and 27, God says he has promised, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. This expression, yet once more, indicates the removal of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what is not shaken might remain. So when you are feeling your world shaking like it is, a lot of things are shaking and you're not sure where is solid ground with an earthquake. You're not sure what is a safe ground in it. Know that the only thing God shakes off are the things that need to fall off. He shakes, it's like, it's like when you're sifting gold and the dirt comes off and the gold remains. He, he's sifting that so that what is of, not of eternal value will fall off so that you can see clearly what matters and what doesn't. And so that you can love that which matters and not be encumbered by things that have no lasting value. Does that make sense? And so in this letter to the Church of Philadelphia, it feels so current to us. To me, when I read it, it, it literally is like a manual for how to live on that kind of shaking ground, how to be victorious under pressure, because they were under pressure. What, what he said here in verse 8, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For, because you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. This church that in the Bible, you know, there are seven churches in the book of Revelation that receive these letters. Two of them, two of them only receive no criticism. This one, Philadelphia and Smyrna. Smyrna was the persecuted church. This is the weak church. And so it dawned on me, what do they have in common? What makes these church that God see as praiseworthy, what do they have in common? And, and one, they were, they were both frail and weak. They were both praised by Jesus, and, and they both had a synagogue of Satan. So it seems that there's a connection between being weak, feeling your weakness, being aware of your weakness, and then being faithful, and then opposition of Satan. Can you see that? These are the common denominators for the two churches God praised. By human eyes, they looked like the weakest, these two churches. There are many others that were far more impressive. But it seems like there, there is a connection here. And what we're talking about weakness, it's very important. Like, the scholars agree, Jesus never commends spiritual weakness because that is a choice. He wants you. The strength we have in Christ is simply that we have Him. He is our strength. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.